everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. We are going to be talking about scams today, and there are many, many scams out there that we won't be able to cover everything, but we're going to we're going to talk about as much as we can and hopefully give you all some information on how to protect yourself and how to report it as well and just what to be aware of because chances are if you haven't gotten a scam already, it means that you probably don't have a phone or email or a mailbox because there's so many out there and they come in all kind of shapes and forms. So as always with me today is George. Hey, what's up everybody? And Megan. Good day, everyone. And we also have Jason Earls joining us today. Yay! He had some He's very our special guest. <laughs> Hello, everyone. He was telling me today to, hey, mention this and mention that. And I said, well, why don't you come on the show then? <laughs> um, so because you pressured him into it. So. Because it's me yeah, and I will. <laughs> they have a vote. They have a vote. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right. We peer pressured him into it. It didn't so, yeah, take for... much, let's be honest. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much true. So basically, for people who don't know me, I am the guy who made the theme song for the show. So He's our engineer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's also, also, he is also the editor of the show, at least one of them. Yes. He's the person that, that gets on to me. <laughs> When I mess up, or mostly just makes fun of me when I mess up. I don't have to, because Megan does it for me. <laughs> she, does. she does. She does. So, um, on the subject of scams, I have one question. How many companies does Heather work for? Because That is a very good question. I don't know who Heather is. So I don't either. I don't know. <laughs> you don't? Oh my gosh. So I get calls every, <laughs> almost every scam call I get is, hi, this is Heather with so-and-so, and I'm calling to remind you that your car insurance is about to expire. Or that's the one. Every, okay, man, I'm not sure. I didn't realize it was Heather, but excuse me, but yeah, I get, I get those all the time too. Yeah. So that's, that's actually, I think I've seen a lot of memes on Facebook about that, where that's become, I think, one of the probably one of the number one is your your car has a, a warranty that's about to expire. Right. That's the most common one I've been hearing about, seeing memes about, and references on other medium sources about that, making jokes because that's one of the bigger ones right now. Don't know how it works, but I hang up. Yeah, I'm actually I, a little I, surprised they haven't started employing. They haven't started employing Karen. Supplies, <laughs> Jason. Yeah, supplies. Surprised. <laughs> surprised and I have the supply of resumes specifically yeah. for Karen ready to go. Yeah, Karen would scare somebody away, you know. <laughs> well, I guess that well, looking at the list that I found out of the top ten scams, I guess that falls under auto, uh, automobile related complaints. Mm -hmm. So that'd probably be one that you know. So I guess it falls under that category. Right. Uh, so briefly, so I ran across a couple of lists. Uh, the top ten scams would lead to another, you know. Top 10 scams, uh, 1921, so, uh, ones from 1920 to be wary about. Um, and really, I guess, start with that. IRS scams for those here in the States. I've gotten uh, some scary ones of those. Social security scams, all right? Yep. So most basically telephone scams, charity scams, uh, mm -hmm. romance scams, investment scams. So uh, I think that the- um, Check, check, check. You check? check oh, really? Check. Okay, they got you, all right. So <laughs> they, right now- They know where I live. <laughs> 
right now with all the stuff that's been going on, the pandemic, um, you know, social unrest, uh, you know, we have hurricane season in some parts of uh, the Northeast, uh, sorry, Southeast rather. So that's when those type of scams become very prevalent mm-hmm. where people like, you want to help, help out, you know, Sarah McLaughlin's dogs, you know, <laughs> that got affected by the hurricane, you know, or something of that nature. People are reaching out because they figure in those particular areas that people have been uh, affected by things. And that's where they think that they'll probably work their money from their aspect. So those particular areas like that, uh, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, those probably been more prone uh, to be targeted in those areas there. And what I've realized too, with all my research I've done, anytime they ask for any personal uh, individual information, your um, birthday, uh, your social security number, uh, address, they ask for, and if they don't, they're calling you, I'd assume they know who you are. If they have to ask for that information, then then no. Right. Uh, what you could do is like, uh, I had it happen one time, a bank called me up. I'm like, I didn't call no bank, not at all. So I asked for a number and I called the number back. Um, so, or calls 1-800 numbers and inquire that I've been contacted by so-and-so, I'm asked what this is about. Um, so that does happen. So I mentioned before the show that a scam that happened, um, a potential scam that happened to my mother recently about a week ago and is actually listed in one of the scams. Um, I find the name of it, but it's like, um, so my mom calls me up. It's like, you need to tell me something. Well, I no. She's like, yeah, I got a call from someone saying that they were my grandson. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, no oh so, yeah. I've, I've never, I've, I'm single, never been married. So I have no kids. Uh, they don't call in the first three days. It's probably not mine. So don't know of any f- kids roaming around there with my name, but they called her by her first name. Mm-hmm. And she, they're like, well, I'm your grandson. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry to tell you, no, you're not. And they said it a couple of times, like, no, I am. And said, no, <laughs> she's like, and she hung up on him. And then she called me up on that one. <laughs> and like, no. So most likely they probably would have called me first. Uh, so you had that type of scam. Um, another one I had recently... That, that go ahead. One to me is that one's uh, you know as looking at some of the ones that i feel are just really scary is is that one and and that's probably one of the ones that makes me the most angry um mm. is because they are preying on um people who are older who who may you know not remember things or have certain mm. dementia or alzheimer's and and may not even realize that it's not and um so that's that's one of the ones along with one of the IRS scams where they call you and tell you that um, that you've been fraudulent on your taxes and the police are on their way to your door. The voice on that recording is so ominous. And if I didn't know better, I might have been scared that that was actually happening. You know, what's interesting, just the 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 breadth of scams. I mean, I was reading an article the other day about uh, actually it was a couple months ago now that i think about it about a scam that involved like uh people that were in the army and um it was uh basically like a sexual like extortionist type scam so it was something along the lines of you know they would get a call and uh talking about like um things like you know so and so like you you were involved with so and so in this location now they're pregnant you need to pay child support and yeah and there was there was uh... an creepy yeah and there was another one i don't remember the details of it anymore but it it was um very uh uh they they kept uh hounding this particular person and it ended up calling him causing him to uh 
end up um, committing suicide over it. And it's just, it's, it's really insane. And then there's like this, like the, the really messed up scams. Like, did you guys hear about the scams that have been started now because of COVID-19 where, you know, people will, um, you know, because we're all, you know, quarantining and various stages and, you know, everybody wants some comfort, you know, whether it's being with a person, being with a dog, which is what this is about. And so person selling dogs, people, you know, respond to the advertisements, they will pay the money and there's no dog. Right. I haven't seen that particular one. I've, no, I've, I've not read about the ones that are um, getting people to, to pay in advance for a cure or a vaccine. Oh yeah. Those two. But I also saw the ones, Leslie, that you were talking about. I was reading an article about that, too, and it really made me mad, too, because it's like, really, you guys, like, the 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 creators of these scams really just must not have any conscience, any morals, any nothing. So, may I ask a question? Sure. Down there in the good old United States of America, <laughs> uh, do you We guys... don't all sound like yes, Megan. <laughs> Only Jason is from Kentucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even then. You guys are still su- Southern. Uh, anyway. Um, do you I'm a Yankee. The, the, um, the IRS. Not if anymore. They actually, if they're legitimately contacting you um, regarding something, do they mail a letter? Mail, yes. Always. So yeah, they'll so contact you by mail. They okay. don't actually, like, call you, call you. Yeah. Okay. They will not come to your door, which, uh, I, well, the ones is when you get people, uh, the when someone's with a foreign accent, it's like, I'm with the U.S. government. <laughs> like, no, you're not. Yeah, it's no. like, my name, is, <laughs> my name is Jack. No, it's yeah, not. Jack, no, Jack, no, you're from, no, you're from India, not. aren't you? <laughs> right. you know, like, Did you, know, you guys? You, you, can hear, you can just hear and just know the difference in the way that they talk. Uh, and the way they're saying certain things, it's like, yeah, we're coming to your house. We're on your way. Like, come, welcome. Right. You know, I got you tea for everybody. <laughs> I've got tea for everybody. You know what's <laughs> actually, I, I had forgotten about this, Leslie, until you had mentioned the scams involving like, you know, you've committed a crime. The police are on their way to your house right now. Right. So many times. Um, my favorite, right? If there is a favorite type of scam are the ones that are like, it's, it's like Microsoft Mark. Or my, uh, Microsoft David, and the grammar is incorrect. And you know, this is a call from the local cops. Okay, they are not going to refer to themselves the as the local, local cops. cops. <laughs> They're going to refer right. to themselves, in my case, because of where my number is from, as like Louisville Metro PD or something. Right. Because um, I still have a Louisville number. They are not going to refer to themselves as the local cops. Come on, people. Too much television. Um, well, right. that and the cops are not going to call you and tell you that they're on your their way that to the house. To exactly, <laughs> right? I, I, I had a police. Where's show, that logic? Police show my house uh, last week. I had my former roommate looking for him. I guess it was something. Uh, he's a security guard, so he works at a hospital. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, this big old sheriff's deputy saying, "Hey, how you doing, sir?" You know, I was like, "What?" They don't call and say, "You know what? We're on the way to come get you." Right. Uh, so, you don't understand that. So I just guess uh, why I, I just, we know you've committed a crime. We're on the way to get you. So the the the, the one with the call, someone saying that they're with the the police department. I saw a video, a uh, couple of videos uh, in the last year or so, 
where they actually called uh, the police. Actually, one that actually called. Actually, here in Savannah, Georgia, they called our sheriff. <laughs> saying wow. That they're coming. He's like, oh, really? So I thought it was hilarious that you know you're That's talking funny. to the sheriff. That is you know, funny. Um, so some of the scams, like they all have names, which is crazy. So many of them. So the one I talked about with my mother was called the grandparent scam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so the one you're talking about with the um, rightly named service member is um, the romance scam. Uh, and that's they had one in this area where the uh, prisoners in the local uh, prison had cell phones and were calling out. They were soliciting these things, you know, uh, these scams onto soldiers in our area. We have near, near a, mil- a couple of military bases. Mm-hmm. So that was going on. Um, a couple other scams, real quick, that I had was uh, I mentioned earlier was with the U.S. Postal Service getting a thing saying I'm. Uh, that I had a package and that it was waiting and for me to go whatever. And actually the first time I did go in there, like, wait a second, they're asking for way too much information. I just turned it off uh, or got, got off the, the, uh, the page of the app. Uh, so I went to the post office inquiring about a package. Like, now you don't have a package here. And they said, that doesn't look like uh, anything that we would send you anyways. So be wary of that. People are using your cell phones and you can get a temporary fake number or temporary number. Uh, I have one for my business through Google Voice. Mm-hmm. I do too. Uh, and it doesn't track you, who you are, or whenever you can get rid of the numbers. Like, like, it's like having um, a burner phone almost. Mm-hmm. So people have used that to get information. So that was it. So one scam I had that was really elaborate uh, was for business. When I first opened up three years ago, I get a message uh, through, my, um, through my business website, lady saying that uh, she wanted some training for kids. She's asking for how much would it cost for five kids for three months, and which should like, like three months. That's a short period of time. Um, and I told her the price on that. I was like, it was going to be like about, she's going to pay up front, like uh, $1,400, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I quote her, something of that nature, some years ago. And um, she's like, she sent me more information saying, oh, she'd like to do that. Uh, she said she's out of, she's out of this, uh, the state most of the time because um, she has to go through treatment. She said that she was hearing impaired. Um, and the best way to contact her was by email or text, not to call. No, no, mm-hmm. not you know, calling would not be effective. So that made sense. Sure. Uh, uh, so there was like red flags, but there was like some little white flags in between. Um, and then I asked uh, where she was. She said where she was from. She said well, her kids were coming from a place called uh, Jacksonville, Georgia, which I had to look up. It is Jacksonville, Georgia. It's about three hours away, give or take. So I'm thinking, why would she want to take her kids three hours away? I know there's some schools where in between. And so inquiring more information, uh, she, she alluded to the fact that, um, well, I saw it on a, on a reputable site. The only site I was listed on was Google. I only had like two, like maybe two five stars on it. That's it. So mm-hmm. that's not enough to make someone say, yeah, that's the place I want to go. They only have two five stars, you know? Right. So it didn't make any sense to me. And then what I, what I did was inquiring more stuff. It just seemed kind of weird. Uh, so I took the um, email she sent me, the address, I copied and pasted it and put it into Facebook uh, under the search, and a profile popped up from somebody somewhere, I think, in Southeast Asia. So like, okay, so definitely <laughs> wasn't a situation. And what really got my attention more was she, uh, she stated that she uh, was going to have a driver bring them out. And she's going to send me money plus all the fees and all that, and just give the driver some, the money. Probably was a, a laundering scam, a laundering scam mm-hmm. you know, money laundering scam. Um, and so I, I caught her in the act of, you know, 
was being stupid. I was out one night with a friend about nine o'clock at night and I ignored a couple of her messages and she's, she's texting me. I haven't heard or had a response. She's like nine o'clock at night. There's a martial art emergency. <laughs> no. So what I did was I went back to that page. I still, you know, I had, I had a um, screenshot the page and I screenshot it to her go, well, the site, you, the, the, um, the site or the person you said referred you to me, was this the person? I heard nothing after that. Mm-hmm. And someone tried to do that scam to me a, a year later almost exact same MI. Wow. So as a business, I had to be watching there's business, there's business scams out there, especially if you realize that you're a newer business has popped on the scene. And with my business, I can either do cash or I could also do credit. Mm-hmm. So people might be aware of that and figure that's a, you know, easy mark, but I was a little, a little more savvy than I think she anticipated. So. Well, you talked about different numbers and burner numbers, and actually some of the U.S. carriers are also allowing you to create um, numbers for that purpose, T-Mobile being one of them. Um, they, I, I don't remember what they call it. It's not quite T-Mobile digits, but they, they allow you to create a temporary number for free, I think, um, that allows you to do with like business calls and whatnot. Um, and they also have... Uh, a service which Leslie, I think you've used too since you're a Sprint customer, called uh, Scam Shield. And um, Scam Shield, uh, they work with um, the FCC database. They have a technology that's called Shaken Sla- uh, Shaken Stirred. I don't remember exactly what it stands for anymore. Um, but what a little what it'll do is it'll tell you if you are getting a call that is um, a scam likely call. Now, sometimes it's wrong, um, but you can go into the app and have it block what they know are scam calls and they won't even go to voicemail. They're blocked on the network side, so they won't even ring your phone. Um, And you can also have other calls um, by different categories blocked as well. And if it does have a false scam block, you can get a notification from the app, go back in and then tell it to allow that number to ring through if you know it's not uh, a scam and that's available for free um, yeah. I get that automatically on my um, I have Verizon uh, so I get that automatically actually yeah and you get a lot of that too but the app just allows you to configure it and Sprint customers are also able to access it because of the T-Mobile Sprint merger um, AT&T I believe has a solution I'm not familiar with it they're not my carrier um <laughs> But uh, there are definitely some options. And, of course, there's third-party apps, too, um, available for iOS and Android. Just, you know, if you're going to go with a third-party option, make sure that it's reputable and that you're not installing an app that is a scam in and of itself. Right, because I'm sure there are a few of those out there. Oh, that would not surprise me. Yeah. I just recently started using the scam app uh, through T-Mobile here recently. And so far, it's been pretty good. I haven't had any instances of it um, not allowing a call that I needed to come through in. Yeah, and I, I also like that it will show up, um, that T-Mobile will display uh, business names, and I guess Sprint's doing it now too, when mm-hmm. you get calls. Yes. So like if I get a call from Apple, it'll probably show up as Apple Incorporated, even if it's not in my contacts. Um, but I want to I talk about something, if, you, if, 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 if I might, going back to um, voices and scam calls. All right. So let me just mention one thing since you brought up Apple. Um, I have received 
calls that were listed from the Apple store number that I have in my phone saying that, you know, my Apple ID had been compromised. And um, so even if it's coming from a number that you recognize, I've certainly received calls from my own phone number, which is always entertaining. <laughs> um, oh, so, yes. I've had that happen too. So, you know, just be aware that even if it's coming from uh, a number that you recognize, it's not always uh, legitimate. Yeah. And Apple, Apple actually has a whole page on their website about uh, scam calls and they are not going to contact you regarding your Apple ID via, via a call. You're not going to get a call saying that your Apple ID password's been compromised. They will email you. Mm -hmm. um, I was about to mention uh, that. Unless you specifically set up like a support call and ask Apple to call you back, whether it's when you're on hold and it gives you the option or you set it up so that they call you back um, initially, like uh, through your, your uh, Apple support request, they aren't going to call you. So, right. Well, you mentioned so, the, uh, sorry, the, um, the number I had one from a uh, local electric company here is Georgia power. It was Georgia. Uh, I had to save on my phone too, and I got a call from Georgia Power. It was a scam call, mm -hmm. so people can uh, they can what do they call it morphing numbers. Spoofing. Oh yeah, number spoofing. Yes. Yeah. So numbers that you recognize that you may know, like I said, it might be your own number calling you. So it just makes it even harder and harder because they're trying to do, they don't they get more creative with their things. Uh, mm -hmm. So something you got to be wary uh, weary of. So um, for those of you here in Canada, um, those of our listeners who are in Canada. I know there's a few of you. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Canada. Oh, anyway. Everybody uh, just like sounds off of like, yay, Canada. <laughs> like Canada. They're nicer right. cousins. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, so one, some of the really big scams here are the phishing scams um, and also the um, Canadian Revenue Agency scams. I've gotten a lot of those personally, and I know other people have. Um, so those are a couple of just the big ones here. Um, and like the IRS down in the States, if the CRA actually wants something from you, they will send you a letter in the mail. It, the snail mail, to be specifically. Yes. Um, but um, those are just couple there's also the romance ones that um, others have mentioned previously um, that are so those are pretty big here um, as well yes I just did my googling while we were doing the show <laughs> <laughs> google away I will, fully admit it. I will I do do that sometimes in the middle of the show um, nothing wrong with that shout out to how many people Happy 22nd birthday yeah uh, right that's true you know how many people do that though like that is so common in shows it's fine <laughs> yeah um as for the shielding stuff i do not know if that's a thing here i've heard a little bit about it in the past but um i don't have any details on that i was not able to find anything on a quick glance at the old google thing um but um, I would just thought I would throw those out there. And I have a couple of stories that I will share later if you guys <laughs> would desire. I think one thing we should cover before we forget and we get to, we get to the stories too is like how to protect against it. 
I think is critical. Oh, so we have, we have enough much. information that we'll be posting um, of different sites to go to to get more details on each individual scam, um, how, how, it, and how it affects you. But the main thing I, I think we should get people to take away from here is how to protect yourself from potential scams. And I already mentioned that um, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you receive an unsolicited email, and actually before the show, I was looking at one of my emails, like I don't know this person. It was like a test email, so I deleted it. Uh, I had no, I had no uh, previous uh, emails from this person, so for, it could be something I lost out on, but that's fine. I don't know you, don't recognize your name, you gotta go. So if you receive any type of emails or texts or phone calls that are unsolicited, uh, always be on, be on, on, uh, on the guard and assume that it's probably a scam. And things you wanna do is if they're asking for you know, personal information, uh, you know, uh, even if they know your name, because just knowing your name is, is a gateway to get in to, to getting your confidence so you can release more information. So uh, um, that's one thing. Hardly anyone ever comes to your door nowadays, but they do come to your door, the same thing. Uh, most people you know will probably give you a call. Um, so never send any personal information, uh, anything. If they're asking for money, um, you don't know them, or you like see this grand, uh, the grandparent scam, you know, if, if, your, if your grandchild calls you for money, don't tell mom and dad, okay, well, call that grandchild back <laughs> to make sure that it's your grandchild. And if it's not, then call mom and dad. You know, that's what I would suggest on that one. Um, you have the, mild, the malware emails, you open them up and automat automatically you have viruses to hack your computer or the same thing with um, emails. I'm not email, sorry, uh, text messages. You do mm -hmm. the same thing and they can attack your, uh, your cell phone uh, and all that other stuff. So. Uh, so really if they ask for information, money, unsolicited emails, be weary of them. And one thing I read was that if someone's asking, say you owe the IRS some money and you can pay it back, just send us some, um, what do you call it? Uh, gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So I guess gift cards is a, is pretty much number one, um, red flag that yes, it is a scam. They will not ask for gift cards. Um, Which, why would they do that? Baffles me. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. well, <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of stuff comes from other countries uh, as well. Like the Nigerian prince, which is the all-time favorite. Oh, yeah. You know, one. Uh, you know, by now this dude should be like a billionaire. Um, you heard stuff like people who are who won the lottery, because sometimes when you win the lottery, your information is public, and mm -hmm. the people scammers will definitely attack those who have won oh, the lottery. Sure. Uh, and I once saw a show where they were receiving calls from somewhere, I think it was like Jamaica or the Bahamas, and they would have kids call. They give mm -hmm. kids money, they give these, these calls and harass people, try to store money, store, uh, store money out of them. So, so some yeah. of the ways that you can tell um, if an email is fraudulent, um, a lot of times you will see that there's a lot of misspellings. Mm -hmm. um, if there's not misspellings, sometimes just the way it's worded is kind of a red flag and uh absolutely if you're suspicious of an email at all uh, especially one coming from a bank or um other agency that you you may recognize just don't ever click on the any links um because you want to go to so just for example say you know you get an email saying it's from wells fargo and it's about your account take the time to open your browser and actually type Wells Fargo's e uh, web page address in rather than clicking on the link that's supplied in the email. 
um, just because it will, it may look like Wells Fargo at first, but it, it can reroute you to another website that's looking to steal your information. And, and you certainly don't ever want to click on pop-up ads if you get them. A lot of browsers are great about having um, pop-up blockers in them now that uh, help protect against that, but sometimes they still get through. Another thing you can do too is check the email header information as well. If you're getting an email from, um, you know, Wells Fargo, or if you're getting an email from Chase or your, uh, uh, you know, Apple, Microsoft, somebody like that, you know, check the email headers too, because if they don't say, um, if if they don't have the company's web address, actual web or email address in the headers, then it is probably not from the company. As I also checked too, I think this is a good one too, the URL, if it doesn't have the HTTP with the S on it, it's not secure. So some of them may use unsecure sites. So make sure it has the HTTPS. Uh, also, I know here in the States, if, um, if it's coming from a government a organization, it will, it will be .gov, G-O-V. So maybe what, what would it be? Would it be in Canada? It would be a .ca? I mean, gov? How would they do it um, You know? It will be something along the lines of... Um, Let me Google. <laughs> .ca or .gc. Okay. Um, For government or, size, yeah. So like you say, IRS would be, be IRS.gov. Yes. Yeah. No. So that's how we would know. It might be .gov sometimes here. I've seen, hmm. I've seen it a bit, but I'm not exactly sure, one hundred percent on that answer. <laughs> I see. I kind of figured it would be .gov. Eh? So a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you know it's probably fake. The a. Or without the a. You always take those opportunities to point out the I a. Have to. <laughs> I have to. You or Jeff, I swear. Just just make fun of his hillbilly <laughs> upbringing. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> That's okay. I get to poke fun at your guys' southern accents sometimes. So Yes, you do. Right? That okay. is amusing. They got southern accents. I do not. So No, you actually I don't, don't really have one either. No, he doesn't. No. I wouldn't if I didn't know he was from Kentucky, I would have no idea. Except I say Louisville, not Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. and Louisville. and that's you correct big... anybody that says it wrong. That's Louisville. That's the right. Yeah. <laughs> but if that doesn't come up in the conversation, one wouldn't know. Right. Well, right. we were talking. We were talking about voices, and um, I was listening to you know you guys talk, and it, I just started thinking about this more and more, and it's actually kind of really scary. So, you know, the first part of the show, we were talking about scams and, you know, some of us were talking about obviously having text to speech voices in your scams. And that's a little harder to hear over the phone than it would be in high quality. But even so, if you know what to listen for, you'll be able to tell, except now there are, um, has anybody ever heard of, have you guys ever heard of project vocal synthesis? No. No. Nope. So what they do is they take recordings of people's voices and they um, will, through machine learning and some other stuff, they will actually build um, synthesizers that can make realistic copies of um, people's voices. So like you have George W. Bush rapping uh, 50 Cents in the Club. Um, you have 
things like um, uh, Barack Obama reading President Trump's um, inauguration speech. I think they did the uh, the reverse as well. Um, and it really does sound highly realistic. And there was an episode of 20,000 Hertz. I don't remember. Ex I think it was called Deep Fake Dallas. And uh, during part of the show, to prove this point, he actually got them to create a version of his voice. And he's using really, really high quality audio. And it really sounded very, very much like him. And I really had a hard time determining when it wasn't him. Um, and it really just makes me concerned about people potentially someday using that technology to spoof, say, family. I think it actually is a, already a thing. Um, I, I saw something about that, but I know the name of the group, but why? <laughs> not necessary because 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 if with everybody posting to social media you know youtube videos there's a lot of audio people can choose from to to, to go through if they really wanted to get you sorry about that <laughs> speaking like, of audio <laughs> i know i'm from kentucky but really <laughs> I was looking something up in my TikTok. Apologize like, <laughs> <laughs> well, for that. So oh, go back. Amazing. So you the reason. TikTok. I'm yes. <laughs> oh, I got TikTok videos. I like TikTok. Oh, I bet you do. I put too much TikTok up there as it is. I I post about probably like twenty of them a day oh, of of other people TikTok on my Facebook. Um. Yeah. So, right, so so my thing is I don't know why anybody would choose to do that. Well, it really, I guess, depends on how complex they wanted the scam to be. I mean, right now, it's, it's a little prohibitive, technologically speaking, to do something like this. But as the technology improves and things like this get easier, we already have visual deepfakes. Audio deepfakes are just the next step. And I'm, it's, it just has the potential to be kind of creepy and kind of scary. Because yeah. if you can't tell the person that's calling, say, isn't actually your mother you're going to respond to it you're going to answer it and it's just something i was thinking about and something that was pointed out actually in that uh, uh deep fake dallas twenty thousand hertz episode as well so i actually have a story about that and i actually think I, that actually happened to my mom um about s seven months ago um she got a call from her dad and it definitely sounded like her dad and um, was trying to get some information and just talking to her and this, that, and the other thing. And she, she hung up because it, it was just a weird call. Right. And she tried calling my grandfather back and he didn't answer for a couple, like a couple of calls. And so she was really starting to get worried because he just he just wasn't himself in the call mm -hmm. and um so i'm you know she got super scared and so she called me and i said mom close all your windows do not answer the door nothing like don't do anything right um and then my grandfather eventually called her back and um i don't remember if he had actually they called her or if he had said no he didn't but it was certainly very scary and um, freaked 
freaked me and mom out both. And I think it's safe to say that, you know, when you get calls or text messages or emails, anything that even moderately throws up a red flag, um, it's easy to say, oh, I'm just being silly and try to ignore it. Um, but sometimes it's worth paying attention to that, even if oh, it much. comes out in the long run that you were you were wrong. If you're getting a bad feeling about something, then go ahead and trust that instinct because there's probably a good reason why. And if if you were wrong about it, then you know maybe you're a little embarrassed, but a lot better than than getting into a situation that's much tougher to get out of. Hey guys, Megan's daily wisdom today. Trust oh. your gut. <laughs> Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Well, it's 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 actually it's it's actually interesting because you know, George, you were talking about, you know, money laundering scams and stuff, and that was one of the examples that twenty thousand Hertz used. They were talking about, you know, somebody recording audio from somebody else's boss having them wire the money through and because, you know, it's a call from your boss, you know what your boss sounds. So, you know, it, it, it just kind of goes back to what Leslie said, you know, just if you're unsure, just do some double checking because mm -hmm. it's better to be wrong and feel silly than to, you know, it, it's better to be right. It's, 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 it's better to be, okay, I can't even say this straight. Wow. It English, is better. <laughs> right. It is better to be <laughs> wrong about the situation than it is to not look into it and then, you know, have to unravel right. all the damage created by it after the right. fact. If if it does happen, though, um, there are certainly things that you can do if you are the victim of a scam. Um, you certainly want to keep records of any interactions that you had with that person, um, whether it's emails, uh, phone calls, you know, if you can go back and say your call history and look that up and get the dates and times that that person called you or check your emails, even if you've deleted them, if um, you haven't cleaned out your deleted items box or you don't have it set to delete automatically after a certain amount of time, you can go back and retrieve that information and have that documentation so that um, if it does happen, you can report them. And there are a couple of places that you can report these kinds of scams to or any kind of scams to. And I know one of them is the Better Business Bureau. Uh, there was also, George, you may need to help me on this. Uh, CF. IRS. There was another uh, one that was about like IRS, a I mean, fraud yeah, website. Quick um, CF. Uh, CFS, I think it was. Yeah, that's it. Mistake, yeah. And let me see what that stands for. Um, yeah, I'm looking that one up too. I didn't know what C I didn't know what it was before. Um, give me one second. CFS. <laughs> I thought it was like consumer fraud and financial. Oh, something. that might be it. Consumer so, fraud. I couldn't yeah. remember what the uh, C stood for. I think you're right. Uh, okay. <coughs> so many sites. So many sites ahead on here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, sorry. C, uh, CFR. CFR. Okay. CFR, FTC, uh, you have fraud.org and the Better Business Bureau. CFR. 
remember I looked it up. I wrote some notes on what those things right. were. But uh, let me see. One second. Corporate financial reporting. Ah, there you go. That sounds legit. <laughs> sounds legit. You sure sounds legit? <laughs> sure right. it does. So yeah. So you got that one, and then you have FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission. Probably right on that one. Yeah, I think he is right on that. Yeah. And then of course uh, the BBB is the Better Business Bureau. Business Bureau. Yeah, the funny thing. Yeah, the information I gave you—that's the only one they spelled out. All the other ones, are, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> you should know those, right? Yeah. Um, Federal Trade Commission. Yeah. yeah. So, FTC. Uh, several places that you can report fraud to if you have um, accidentally gotten involved in a scam. And there was also a on the elder care website that you could um, contact for support if you are a caretaker, because there are certainly caretaker scams out there where people come in and, and pretend to be um, an acquaintance or family member that wants to help um, when they're really looking to get uh, someone to, you know, sign over their bank account information and add them to their accounts or add them to their you know, their mortgage or other things to, to work their way into stealing their money. And all of these are, are possibilities. Unfortunately, there's so many out there that we can't cover them all. Yeah, it was, it was uh, eldercare.acl.gov. Uh, mm -hmm. That one for elders. And so, you know, I noticed with these scams, it doesn't matter really the, the age, doesn't matter if there's a um, uh, disability, doesn't matter is it just, they, if that access to any information with your name on it or feel that, you know, just you pick up the phone, you're going to be targeted. So there may be some who may have a list they may be going off of, I'm sure. Uh, but it might just be just random numbers. But they're going to try everything in the book. But they have, they have any information on you whatsoever, that's what they use to get in the door. Hey, how you doing, John? Hey, John, it's good talking to you again. Again, you know, when I was an Army recruiter, I would use tactics like that. Right. <laughs> I walked in the street one day and the, I was in predominantly, predominantly, you know, black and Latino area that I worked in and a very, you know, so I used a very common name, Maria. I yelled Maria and the girl turned around, had a conversation with her. <laughs> we met before. You don't remember, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's a real easy, you know, once you have that information, people feel like you know them. Um, and like, did we go to school together? So same thing. That's just, it's just a, you know, it's a confidence game. So it makes it really easy. If they have just the slightest bit of information, because uh, it makes it seem like maybe they maybe maybe they might be legit. They know my name, they know my address, or know where I live. You know. So uh, Maria, but, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> <laughs> this is in LA. I don't think you're listening. Um, <laughs> this was years like ten years ago. You know. Um, you know. But I got that from a joke. It was a uh, a comedian. Say he lived in an Italian neighborhood. He's yo Maria, and like you know, twenty girls look outside. You know, so right. I just I, I worked off the joke. I'm like, why not? And it worked. <laughs> so it's just random, um, you know. But yeah, so you gotta be wary of that. When people have a little bit of information, they can use that to gain confidence. It's a little bit of trust, and then they can possibly get more information out of you. Or at least they think they can. And that's and so, that's their know, hope because. Um, the reason that they call them phishing scams is because they're just throwing all these hooks out there trying to find someone who will give them a little bit of information. And if they will get as 
much information out of you as they can. And then if you uh, choose to stop giving information or don't give them anything, they're just going to move on to the next person. So it doesn't really waste much of their time to what uh, clearly they have nothing better to do with their lives, but um, to, to try to get something out of you. And, um, you know, one of the experiences that I had, which um, Megan and Jason can attest to is um, when I decided to start um, dating again and trying online dating, um, one of the first people I met online was, you know, sounded really good. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I think it, it helped kind of pull me in was that he was one of the few people that when I said, I'm blind, didn't go poof in a puff of smoke and disappear. So, you know, we talked for a while and then he was, but he started throwing up some things that, that came out as red flags. He always wanted me to come to where he was. When I spur of the moment said, hey, I'm going to be in town. You want to get together for dinner? He, he freaked out <laughs> because, you know, he wasn't really in that town. And um, so I started getting some things that were red flags and to the point where at the point that I realized it was a scam, I actually started trying to continue the conversation to get information out of him. Okay. So, you know, he, he wanted me to um, help him out with his business because he had to go out of town. Well, you know, give me a call and let's discuss it. And he's, oh, I'm going to set up this email address for you. And I just need you to monitor some transactions, but I do need you to go. I want you to be protected. So go get another bank account, set up another bank Mm. account that you can tie to this. And I got a lot of, let's just keep this between us because he wanted me to trust him, but he didn't want me to, to let anybody else know what we were doing um, in case someone was, you know, around to talk me out of it. So he's trying to isolate me. And, um, you know, at this point, I just, well, you know, okay, I can do that. Just tell me what you want me to do. And I recorded phone calls we had. I kept transactions, well, not transactions, but text messages and emails and things that he did so that if he didn't go away, when I said, mm-hmm. when I finally said, let's just stop playing games here. I know you're a scam. Um he went away, but had he continued to harass me, I was ready to report it. I had all the information I needed to report him. Mm, That's the the online dating scams. (laughs) Yeah. And I actually have a story that I'll, I will um, probably save for a later time. Not because it has anything bad in it, just because, you know, we've, we've already been um, going for a while and yes, we are getting all that good stuff, but uh Hopefully I remember it for um, the next episode. <laughs> and and we're, Write it you down. Know, we will definitely um, do a whole episode on, on dating and online dating and, um, you know, get into that kind of stuff in, in more detail. But um, it's just, they can come at you from all, all directions. And so just paying attention to those flags. Oh, and one thing, uh, one tell is that if they start threatening you, that is a clear sign of a scam. Someone you don't know threatening you, mm-hmm. that's a scam. Yeah. So, yeah, be wary of that. The conversation changed from cordial to, 
hostile, you, you have an idea, you know. That's yep. And he would get, you know, he would go from telling me in one breath, oh, you're so wonderful. Um, I, you know, I think I'm falling in love with you. And then the minute I said no to something, he was angry. And it's like, whoa. Um, <laughs> you know. You need him anyways. Nope. Did not. <laughs> um, I actually got some enjoyment out of kind of scamming him back. So, you know, <laughs> playing him along for a little while and getting information out of him. It's kind of entertaining. <laughs> so, Megan, any any thoughts from you on this? Anything you want to talk about? You've been kind of quiet over there. Regarding all this scam stuff, um, I guess my thoughts are just be vigilant and hopefully this show has given you a little bit of education on what you might need to look for. And, you know, it always helps to talk to other people about this kind of stuff because other people have experienced different things. And like some of the stuff you guys have mentioned today, I had no idea about. Um, and I think just learning from mistakes like I have. Um, Learning from mistakes is always good. It's always right. good. Um, but also just just staying vigilant and... Um, uh, and sounding like a zombie? I had a thought before Simba distracted me and it was a good Megan thought. Don't Ladies and brains. gentlemen, directly from the mind of Megan Hargrave. <laughs> stay vigilant and sound like a zombie this will protect you from all scams across the country <laughs> around the world um, oh my <clears throat> but yeah i do hope that what my all my co-hosts and special <laughs> guests have given you today um information and whatnot has helped you out a little bit our listeners um and maybe protecting yourself in the future and I'm going to just stop talking because I'm embarrassing myself at the moment. But you're entertaining the rest of us. And that's, <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad I could fine. do that much. Yep. And I know we really just touched the surface of oh, for this sure. subject. And we could um, go on for hours as we could many things. Right. Um, so there, there will be links to, um, Hopefully not fraudulent links. Hopefully. No. <laughs> well, if they are fraudulent links, I've been scammed and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, there will be links in the show notes to places where you can find more information on this subject. So, George, right. any final thoughts from you? Uh, no, Megan said quite well. Just be vigilant. Um, I say look on the links, on uh, the show notes. Uh, just get further, de get further details and information on your own. Uh, and it gets, gets, gets a little more elaborate detail, definitely than what we've talked about in a different list of a whole bunch of different uh, scams out there. So I just encourage people to, to check that out, uh, just to get a better understanding for their own uh, edification. Jason? I guess my final thoughts basically echo Megan and George, you know, constant vigilance. Um, and wow, I did not mean to make that Harry Potter reference, but I did it anyway. And so... You know, like well, you just... I was not thinking Harry Potter there. <laughs> well, you didn't say constant vigilance. I said constant vigilance. I know you did. But anyway, you know, 
<laughs> right. But yeah, just, you know, be, be, be on the lookout. You know, if, if you have that gut feeling, look into it, uh, don't ignore it. And also if you don't own a car, your vehicle's warranty probably hasn't expired. <laughs> Thank you. That is so true. Like if you really knew me, <laughs> you would know that you probably don't want me to own a car. <laughs> right. If like, I did, you probably wouldn't give me insurance. Like, my car's paid for. Uh, there's no warranty. <laughs> I'm blind. I can't drive. Sorry. I like, don't owe you any money for my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that I did want to mention, um, we kind of really lightly touched on people coming to your door uh, here in the U.S., this this is a census year, so you do have people coming around, knocking on doors, collecting census information. Um, most of those people are legitimate. Um, they should also be displaying identification that they are from the census, and and they're you know only looking for very vague questions. How long have you lived there? Are there any other members in your household? They're not looking for any kind of personal information. Um, I did just have one come to my door a few weeks ago and actually asked about my neighbors. Do I know how many people live there? Do I know how long they've lived there? And um, I really didn't know if they were legitimate or not. And uh, so I just said no, um, which in this case happened to be true. I don't know about the neighbors across from me but right for I me think, that's easy i don't know <laughs> it, it wasn't a lie this time um sometimes so, you just don't want to know your neighbors right <laughs> i know like one of our neighbors kind of um but that's basically it yeah i know i know some of my neighbors but i i just happen to not i don't think i've ever seen the neighbors right across from me i know the ones behind they me actually i know some of the ones then? upstairs i don't know um, as far as I know, there's nobody in there. Um, but I do know some of the other neighbors in the building. But, you know, not being sure whether or not that person was, was legitimate, I would have been very reluctant to answer any questions about my neighbors until I was sure. Um, but they did knock on my door saying they were from the census. And, and you will get that um, this year. Actually, it was it's been extended too, so it's supposed to be over. I think this week, yeah. So it was ex uh, they extended the deadline on it again. Uh huh. Uh, so I, ju I just found a thing. Um, I guess we posted in notes too uh, on tips to be aware. So for those who can identify them, usually they'll have a badge. I'm, I'm, I've been told the badge has an expiration date on it, so that might be confusing because yes. expressly extended extended it. Uh, uh, there'll be logos for those who are able to you know see the logos. There are logos on, and they have laptops and cell phones which have logos on them, and probably bags as well. Mm -hmm. So they have stuff that should identify them as such. But having an idea with the questions that they might ask will also help. But I just found out a link, and I will send the link out to you. We can. Um, Post it as well. Yeah, definitely do that uh, on that uh, because since it's been extended, by the time this is released, it still should be going on. Okay. Yep. Well, guys, this has been another great show. As always, I'm really looking forward to um, all the things that we've talked about on our shows and getting this information out there. So, as always, we would love to hear from our listeners, and you can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. And uh, we look forward to uh, bringing you all another show next month. Second that. <laughs> Third it. Megan snores. All right. <laughs> right, Megan's like slept through that. <laughs> snores. 
sound of snoring from Canada. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see y'all next time. All right, you guys have a good one. Hey, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.